You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. Happy Friday, March the 3rd. And today, just give a quick little shout out to Mo Lauda and the Humble. The band that uh, allows us to use all of, all of their music here for the, the intro and outro of the show every morning. Uh, pretty much every show on Steady Picks that we've done uh, features Mo Lauda. And the humble and their music, uh, and reason I bring it up today in particular is the new album came out, uh, the self-titled album "Allowed in the Humble." This is the first song. It's the second half of the first song. The first track on the on the album is, you know, five minutes long. It's kind of split into two parts, if you will. Um, but it's listen to a few songs that. I haven't heard obviously some of the singles and stuff made it on their way here. Really cool. Really cool stuff. So wanted to give a little shout out to them right up front. They're touring all over Philadelphia area. Actually, they're I was looking at the, the, the list of where they're headed. And they're they're gonna be all over the place a little bit. Down in Kentucky, Wisconsin, Chicago, Denver. Uh so oh, Scranton. So they'll be around over the next uh, six months or so. So it's at Mo Lauda on uh, Twitter if you want to check it out. But uh, definitely the, the album's on Spotify. Um, you can go listen to it there. But really good stuff. And, and we appreciate the support that they allow us to use their music here uh, for the show. So thank you so much. And um, yeah, check it out. For today, though. As far as bets to make, what are we doing? Listen, I want to bet Formula One as bad as anybody else, which is maybe not so bad, but I would like to, to make smart wagers on it. But I don't bet things, if you follow me long enough, I don't bet things that I don't feel like I have some sort of edge. Very rarely do I bet. Something that I don't think I have an edge. I won't say never because, of course, some late Friday nights with the boys or Saturday nights with the boys and the the main event comes on, UFC, and you kind of want to bet something right before the fight. Yeah, that, that happens to everybody sometimes. But on the most, for the most part, really don't bet things unless I think I have an edge. And when I talk about and I think about Formula One, and the data that I've collected over the last few weeks, 
I can't help but sit here and go, you know what? I don't think I have an edge here. I don't think I have an edge. There's one bet that I made, and majority of people are going to absolutely hate this. Absolutely hate this. I made two bets. Let me pull it up. I made two bets for the, for Formula One, and I would share with you the mo- like the model, but it's really not uh, it's not that much to see. I don't think it's that interesting because uh, a lot of it is is rookie drivers, and there's no data. <clears throat> okay, excuse me. I made three bets in total. first one nobody's gonna like Max Verstappen minus 135 to win the race I know you can say that's the most square bet of all time you can say whatever you want like maybe you think that that is a joke but I don't and here's why I think he is so much better than everyone else that that's not that is not priced correctly. And I think it's priced like that because historically he's never won at Bahrain. He's never won at Bahrain. Uh last year he retired, had an engine issue like, you know, a couple laps from the end, right? But that affects what people think of him here. 2020, he also retired. 21, he finished second place. Led 29 laps of the 50, uh, 60 something, 58 or 60 laps. So I believe that the retirements that he's had in the last three years are pretty badly negatively impacting what his odds are. And look, you ask me, I'm going to tell you, I think that retirements, two of the last three years here, is just, uh, there's nothing to it. I think it's just some bad luck. Retirements happen. It's always a real real thing that can happen in, in, in Formula One, in NASCAR. They're kind of like injuries for a football team, right? They're just going to happen. To somebody at some point. But um, started second here last year. Started first here the year before. Started third here in 2020. So he qualifies really well here. As he will all season long. And um, I took a shot. Max Verstappen minus 135. Maybe the squarest thing I've ever bet. Maybe not. But I have a hunch that will that he's going to be more of a favorite than that the rest of the season. I mean, last year he won, what, 13 of the 20 races or 18 races? Like, the guy is unbelievable. So I have a feeling this might be the best price we see on him in quite a while until we get to maybe uh, Imola or... Or um, Monaco, one of the really, 
road courses where like whoever qualifies first pretty much wins unless they crash. <laughs> Which, you know, I think the books have have a hold of that kind of information and they they know that, but uh, we're going to try and catch them. The other two bets I made for Formula One this weekend. Um, do so I bet Lando Norris to finish top six. Lando Norris top six. He did that um, in 2021. He did not do that in 2022. I think Lando. is like a, a next tier of driver, especially with all these new guys in here. I think he's going to do pretty well this this week and this year. Uh, that's that's on FanDuel uh, plus 300, 3 to 1. Lando Norris, top 6. I actually like that quite a bit. Uh, last year finished 15th, started 13th, 21. Started 7th, finished 4th. 2020, started 15th, finished 10th. So he's moving up the board as he goes. The final uh, bet that I made is George Russell to finish top three. Now, this is another one of those ones where, like, the data doesn't really matter. Like, I'm not sure what data is relevant. Maybe there is no data that's relevant in Formula One. Maybe it's just the track data and then use your, like, your eyeballs and your thought process. I don't know. But you think about George Russell and his time in Formula One. He came most of his career at a shit team in Williams. He was always at the back of the field. They're shit. He goes over to... Mercedes last year was his first year with Mercedes. So what can you say about him in his F1 career? With a shit car on a shit team. Last year started 15th, finished 14th. 2020 actually started second and finished ninth. Those are his results with Williams. And then last year started ninth, Finished fourth. First, literally the first race with a brand new team. Starting ninth doesn't concern me. I think he can actually do a little bit better than that. And this is what I'm saying. Like, you think about the the cars changing, right? So 2021 was a huge... Well, no, 2022. 21 was a big change for the cars. 22 was also a big change for these cars. Then you include that the teams are shuffling around... Then you include that there's one, two, three, four, five, eight rookies or eight guys we have like almost no data on. So when I consider that all together, it makes me want to bet Max Verstappen and Charles Leclerc, maybe Charles Leclerc, every race. So we'll see how that uh, how that goes for me. Um, this race is Sunday morning, East Coast time, EST. It's like 10.30, 10 or 10.30. So I'll be watching that. We'll take a little break during lunch, and we'll get ready 
Well, it'll be golf, then then F one, then back to golf, then over to NASCAR, which, as lame as it sounds, I know I said this the other day, but I might have to start recording the NASCAR race. I did it for the Daytona, and watching it a little bit later on Sunday evening. <clears throat> I know, people really hate to hear that. Like taping a live sports event is just not something I'd ever thought I'd do. But I can't, um, you know, I like to watch the end of the golf round and I like to watch the NASCAR race now and they and they pretty much overlap. So I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I actually didn't mind, like, recording the Daytona and watching it, like, starting it two hours late. That's essentially what I would do. I would tape it and then just start it like, you know, instead of at 3.30, I would start it at 6, 5.30. You know, the race doesn't actually start till 4 o'clock. So, you know, maybe an hour and a half late. I don't know. I'll probably end up doing that. It's just hard to watch everything you want to watch. And actually, like, have a productive day because that sounds like literally uh, 12 hours of sitting on the sofa, which may or may not happen. I can't, can't tell you. So um, those are the bets we made for Formula One. I will send those in to put up on uh, steadypicks.com. I'll also tweet them out. Um couple other things on the Twitter side that I that I really wanted to get to. Um, last night, I'm getting ready to go to bed, and I see uh, a couple of tweets flying around from Gianni the Greek. Gianni the Greek. Um, somebody posted a screenshot of... Let me back up here. If you if you go to Yanni or Rob's or Betstamp's Twitter, you can find it. Uh, but this has just unraveled overnight. Um, but I just want to share a little bit of it. Somebody tweeted a screenshot of an email that they got from uh, Wager Talk, which is where Yanni the Greek is. Says he has won four out of the five years at Wager Talks, and so far in 2023 is already up 174 units. 9.1 ROI, $100 per unit better, is up $13,707 over the last 30 days. Lifetime at Wager Talk, first in total profit, third in NFL, one first in boxing. Second in college football, second in golf, on and on and on. All these sports. Somebody screenshotted that and said, this is so bad, I don't even know what to say. Predatory. Dot, dot, dot. And tagged all the people. This was uh, Garrett Pollock. At Pollock19, P-A-W-L-U-K. So then it unraveled from there. Yanni the Greek called out, Betstamp said put 50K in escrow. 
and book bets from from Yanni at Wager Talk. That's absurd. Nobody's going to do that. You can't even book bets from. Like, I'm not a bookmaker. I don't have lines. I don't move lines like a bookmaker. That's stupid. So Rob answered. Said he's going to try and figure something out. I think the. You know. I never know how much of this because Betstamp does this from time to time. And they, uh, you know, they get into these little things with people and get involved. And yes, there's obviously like a like a moral thing that they do, and I love that. But I wonder how much of it is like they just also like the publicity of it. I mean, that's for sure, one hundred percent, what Yanni, the Greek, is doing is just this is a publicity thing. If he calls out Betstamp, gets somebody to pay attention to him. I mean, he's been doing this for so long, but just an absolute scammer, by the way. If we didn't mention that at the top, please do not buy his picks on Wager Talk. Please, please, please. It's an absolute joke. It's a scam. I cannot believe he has people that pay him to do that. Like, it, it's horrifying. So please don't do that. And now it's just become this whole back and forth on Twitter between the two of them and the communities. And I got to say, I don't know who on earth would be backing wager talk in this argument. Like, I really don't know. The guy is an absolute moron, a scammer. Please tell me how you could be up 174 units. In the last 30 days. I guess he said that's. I don't know what he. It was 13,000 in profit. In the last 30 days for a 100 unit better. Um, I saw a tweet and I clicked out of it. Because I was trying to keep it up on my phone. But when I went back into Twitter it went away. But somebody did some math on that. And just said. Hey if it's actually $100 plays. Here we go. It was this guy. Uh, NFL Pinnacle Beat. NFL Pinnacle Beater is his uh, Twitter. He's always, you know, been a, he always tweets out numbers and stats and just, he's a generally a good, a good follow. Um, do, do, do. At 9% ROI for a $100 unit better to make $13,707 in a month. He must release 1,550 bets or 52 bets a day. So it's just one of those things you think about and you're like, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. But you know those guys at Wager Talk, you know what they do. They've got, you know, 25 unit max bombs, 50 unit max bomb, 100 unit all in, you know, all that crap. I'm sure he's susceptible to some of that. It's just an absolute joke. Um, Yanni the Greek like responded to Rob's video that he posted. No need for uh, this is Yanni now. 
No need for insults over the internet. You're worried about federal law, but you want Circa to put up odds on a prop that I can easily bet against myself and lose on purpose to score on. Book my action so I can attach my bot and bury you. Did he really? And he that was the second time he said that. He's really threatening to send a bot. He's going to use a bot to bet. It's just out of control. These people are out of control. Gambling Twitter is like one of the most horrible places that I've ever seen anywhere in the world or on the internet. Like it is just the darkest of holes with these people that come up with anything to sound smart. Um, that's the one thing that I pride myself and, and steady picks on very strongly is we have always, and for those who have been around a long time, you know, we, back when we started this, it was selling picks and using some of the math that we use today on the show to make pits picks for baseball and football and anywhere else, all the other things we had going on, certainly baseball at the time. And, um, you know, we were charging for that information and we removed that maybe over a year ago at this point. And we did that as gambling Twitter had like developed into this just cesspool of, of people that do things for free and people that do things that are paid. And we didn't want to be associated on that side anymore. So we've turned, we, we completely redid, Ricky and I completely redid what Steady Picks was and made it a completely free resource at all times. You can sign up. Everything we do is tracked on the, on the site. We put every play in the My Picks. It goes, after that, it goes into the record. Very trackable. Always has been. We would never consider doing something otherwise it's completely free we have nothing to gain by doing so and um that's one of the things i really pride ourselves on is in this world of lying and cheating and swindling and scamming and trying to you know look like something you're not i think i strongly believe that steady picks does exactly that Exactly the opposite of that. We do exactly what I want to do, which is be honest, be respectful. We do our best. We are not the best. We will not claim to be the best sports bettors on this entire planet. But we are in touch with things that go on. We are in touch with the data. We are in touch with, we have a lot of resources, have a lot of numbers. And we make informed plus EV bets. And hopefully... If you've listened to the show for a little while, you know that we try to teach as we go so that you can start doing some of this and we go on and on. So that's my little spiel about the, the Twitter beef that's going on and uh, how just grateful I am that you know we don't get involved in this stuff. And um, I think what we've built here at, at Steady Picks is just a fantastic place to be. Honest and reliable 
picks are up every day. We've had picks up on the site on the site every single day for what four years now. Every day, haven't missed a day. All for free, and um, we wanted to build. We decided instead of paying for things and having people complain if there's a losing day and you're paying for weeks and months, it was a disaster. We said, let's make it free. Let's open the floodgates. Let's let all the people in. If you if you like us, great. If you don't like us, fine. It didn't cost you anything. I don't have to issue refunds. It doesn't cost me anything. See you later. But uh, the community that we've created here is excellent. It's awesome. We've done so many different things now where we have you know, the Brady Bag show with, with Sean Brady and Joe Pfeiffer. That's something we could never have even dreamed of having. It's just a fantastic show. They make picks on the fights. Is it the most, you know, I don't even want to say that because there's certainly an edge to athletes having picks in their own sports. They are masters of what they do. So I think there's definitely value in hearing their thoughts about a fighter, especially in, in UFC and fighting. You know, so like, that one's more for entertainment, I think. But like, I, there's still nuggets of, Valuable information. I think you can get out of there. No problem. That would be fantastic. Um, and this show, of course, we, you know, we sit down and we try to do our best every, every day, every week, every month. We've had some stinkers. We've had some really good runs, some really long shots in, in golf and in baseball and big dogs and big dogs in tennis, which by the way, tennis will be coming back here. Uh, this is a tough time with, sorry, quick side note. It's a tough time with Indian Wells upcoming. This is like an off-season or like a preseason for a lot of players, so it's a really hard time to bet because if they go down a set, they just don't care, and they lose and they go home. But it's just a, a warm-up preseason for most of the players. Um, so anyway, regardless of all of that, just wanted to say thank you very much for all the support that, that people show us. Um, as I said, everything's completely free that we do, always will be. And in return, I ask that you rate and review five stars and go sign up on steadypicks.com. We haven't talked about this in a while, but if um, if you're one of those people that only bet with uh, DraftKings, you only have DraftKings, um, Consider opening additional sports books. We have a couple of links on our website as well that are affiliate links. We get paid when you sign up. We don't get paid on if you win or lose. It's strictly a sign up. Uh, we get it. We get a kickback if you sign up using those links. One of the biggest keys to sports betting, and I can tell you this from personal experience over the last, you know, five six years of my life, is when you have more books, there's more options, there's better prices, and it works out a whole lot better for you. You can. I'm not going to say it's going to make you win more, but it's going to make you lose less when you have more sports books. Um, so at this point, I get the best price on everything that I bet. Everything that I bet, I get the best price in in that's available in Pennsylvania. I have every book, 
all set up, loaded with money. When I need to look for something, I go looking at all the sites, I find the best one, and I bet it. And then I try and share that here. <clears throat> Which, if that's the only reason you listen to the show is to save your time shopping around, you know, Formula One or NASCAR lines, it'd probably be worth it. But anyway, if you, uh, if you only use one book, please, please consider signing up with one of the links on steadypicks.com. That would be greatly appreciated. It helps us, directly helps us out. And, um, you know, I think you'll be happy with signing up for a few additional books. There's Points Bet, BetMGM, uh, Bet Rivers. If you do those three and maybe you already have a DraftKings or a FanDuel account, which is what most people have. Um, if you sign up for all three of those and you put, you know, a hundred bucks at each and you bet $10 a pick on what you like, you're going to be set up for a nice, long, successful trip, I think. Steady Picks Radio. Um, we will go ahead and wind down here. Been a great show. Appreciate all the support, as always. We'll try to find a little mo loud as we get out of here. Again, new album for them on uh, on Spotify. Apologize if you found this episode to be a little um, like just preachy or uh, I don't know. It was a bit of a different one, but. We haven't done one of these in a long time. And uh, just good to thank. Feeling thankful this morning. That's all. Feel thankful for Mo Lauda. Feel thankful for Steady Picks and what we've been able to do. I hope everybody enjoys it. So um, let's let's win some bets this weekend. We've got golf in play. We've got LPGA in play. If you followed those picks, we got... Uh, I didn't check this morning, but we had somebody in the mix before I went to bed last night. Oh, we're going to have to take a quick peek at this before we go. Uh, Daniel Kang, 10 under. Yoju Kim, 9 under. One behind the lead. That's our pick right there. Um, I think we got, what did we bet? How, what were the odds we got on her? Oh, now I got to see. This is unbelievable. We got uh, 20 to 1 on her. I think we got 20 to 1. It's fantastic. Um, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens as we go along. Uh, good luck with the LPGA. Good luck with golf. Good luck with NASCAR. Good luck with F1. We covered a whole heck of a lot this week. That's our plan every week moving forward. Thanks so much. Have a good weekend.